Hey there, everybody. This is episode 10 of Backup Stories. My name is Justin Townsend. As always, I'm here with my good friend, Mr. Rob Newmeyer. Howdy. Rob, another week coming and gone as usual. Uh, before we get into some comic book talk, I thought we'd go over some uh, some news articles that caught our eye. Um, I'm actually going to hand it off to you. Uh, we got the Secret Wars stuff going on right now, which we're going to get into, but this week there's been some there's some news articles and rumblings about what's coming after Secret Wars. Yeah. Uh, as always, we'll start with spoilers. So throughout the episode, we're, we're not going to hold back. Like if it's a book that we will hold back on, we'll mention it before the book. But in terms of everything else, you know, we're, we're not going to bite our tongues. All right. Warning out of the way. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. So Marvel press announcement what's coming after secret wars and a new branding again and instead of all new marvel it's the all new all different marvel now we've already seen this with that free comic day issue of avengers it was all new all different avengers but it looks like they're going to be using this for the entire brand uh correct yeah as as it states dun, 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 it's an all new all different avengers for an all new all different marvel universe uh, and that's from Tom Brevoort. Um, so throw out your perceptions of Earth's mightiest heroes as we change the game, rewrite the rules, and destroy childhoods with an Avengers team that more closely reflects uh, the world outside your window. So that's obviously talking about the all-new, all-different Avengers and the, the Marvel Universe as a whole. Um, and then on ble Bleeding Cool, like obviously... They'll they'll throw up spoilers and rumors and stuff like that. And take everything with a grain of salt from Breeding Cool, but Correct. sometimes they have the the right information. Yeah. Uh, so they threw up a list of possible ongoings that will continue on uh, after Secret Wars is over. So I just wanted to read some off and and get some reactions from Justin because I know he hasn't read this yet. Uh, so we have all new, all different Avengers. I didn't know that was coming. Hmm. Uh, Gamora. Doctor Strange, uh, next three are kind of weird, but the Extraordinary X-Men, Uncanny X-Men, and All-New X-Men. Now, three X-Men books, what, you know, with, with all this stuff going around, like, oh, Marvel doesn't want to promote mutants or the Fantastic Four, and everything kind of like seeming to fall that way, yeah. why would you have three... X titles. Well, they've always denied that the X-Men were going anywhere and it uh. was just heavily rumored that they were taking them out or possibly putting them into their own like pocket universe. We don't know if that's the case, but hey, I like the X-Men. So, I mean, and there's like there's always like 10 X-Men books on the shelves. Yeah. So, what was it? It was all new uncanny, uh, uncanny and, and then extraordinary. I wonder if that's the new astonishing. It very well could be. Yeah. I, I, you know, I wonder who's writing these books. That that's going to be the interesting part. Yeah, because you know Bendis is coming off, um, and we'll actually, we, I think we've just quickly we jump into that right now. I mean, we're, today we're going to be talking about Uncanny X Men today, but Uncanny X Men six hundred uh, was pushed like four months, five something like that, like from now until it was supposed to be this month, and now it's coming out September. Uh, yeah, that's a a bit of a delay. I mean, maybe it has like the most direct lead into what's going to happen with all the mutants. Yeah. So may maybe, maybe that's it's why. best if it comes out Correct. after. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that that's what I think. At all least. right. And Let's it's going to be interesting because we still don't know what, uh, what Bendis is going to be doing technically. True. 
Um, but I'll continue with the list, and then we'll talk about that. All right. Uh, you have a Defenders book. Ooh, maybe Matt Fraction is coming back. <laughs> That's not happening. I would absolutely love that. That would be crazy. Uh, Old Man Logan. That's exciting. Now that that Bendis is writing that during Secret Wars, so it'll be interesting. Maybe that is the book that he'll stay on. I would be okay with that. Because mm -hmm. why would he write the Secret Wars version and then you know just hand it off? That that doesn't seem like something he would want to invest. Yeah. And then you know, no, Bendis when he off. writes when he writes stuff he usually writes stuff for a while. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Miss America, which is kind of obvious with, with her big involvement in A-Force. Yeah. Uh, Uncanny and Humans. Okay. Scarlet Witch. Her own book. All right. Howling Commandos. Silk. Oh, so good. Th this is We're in now the rumored, ongoings, correct. Yeah, now we're, and we're still in the rumored part, but it's yeah. still fun to speculate. Uh, all new Captain America. Amazing Spider-Man. A-Force. Miss Marvel. Weird World. Uh, They're going to continue Weird World? Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> yes. Rumor, yes. Uh, a new team of dead universe characters. What? A, I, a, a new team book of dead universe characters. Oh, okay. Dead universe characters. I, like, uh, the, when you, I, I just heard dead characters, and I was like, okay, Captain Marvel. I was just trying to think of all like did, dead heroes. What was the name of that? Chaos War? Was that yes. the, the small Marvel event that yeah. kind of brought back? Yeah, uh, almost like Blackest. It actually happened right around Blackest Night. Well, the rumor enough. with with Secret Wars is that some of the characters would remain unchanged. Correct. And we don't know if it's the characters that have uh, jumped on the life raft. You know that makes the most sense, right? Because they they escaped the incursion, or yeah. we at least well, assume they did, coming off uh, the end of Secret Wars two. Even now, we found out there was two life crafts. So, all right, that's interesting. Uh, where am I? Dun, dun, dun. Spider Gwen. Okay. Black Panther. Not surprising. Drax. Guardians of the Galaxy. All new Hawkeye. And Moon Knight. Oh, they're going to keep going with Moon uh, Knight. Now, I don't see S Spider Woman. Nope. Um, I'm trying to think of other books I don't see Squirrel on there. Squirrel Girl. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're still like in like the heavy rumored part, but, yeah. you know, I I'm sure like that can't be the whole line. There's not, that's not enough books to carry a line. So there's a probably a whole mess that they haven't announced yet. Uh-huh. Two, four, six, uh, dun, 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 20, yeah, there's, there's probably like another 15 to 20 books that I would imagine. We do know that, uh, and I didn't even talk to you about this, that they did announce that there is going to be two Spider-Men in the universe, Miles and Spider-Man, but they have yet to say, <laughs> they have yet to say Peter. Uh, -huh. uh, but yeah, definitely two Spider-Men. Uh, Miles isn't going to be the only Spider-Man in the universe. And if, I mean, they're showing an amazing Spider-Man book um, there, so I don't think they would they would cast that as Miles that we know of anyway. Uh -huh. Now, if if they were to have like Miles Miles book, basically, mm -hmm. do you think Bendis would stay on that? Yes, I, I I think he has this like insanely weird connection to that book, and he does not want to let it go. Like I could picture him writing that book until it just stops but i don't know when it will ever stop at this point it's it's awesome now though because if the other spider-man is peter let's say mm -hmm. now he'll have every reason in the book to be able to write peter and, and miles, miles together yeah. 
you know, because Spider Men, that miniseries was awesome. I, I loved it. Yeah, yeah, I wish I wish they would continue it. But now, if he's coming in, and Miles is coming into the six one six, he'll be able to continue it the, the whole time. It's funny that you're, you're we're talking about Ultimate Spider Man. It's just I I reread the entire collection of it. Are you serious? Yeah, in the last week or like week and a half, I was like, yeah, let me just pick up Ultimate Spider Man Volume One because I just I, I enjoy rereading those uh, those first couple of trades. And then all of a sudden, I next time I looked up, it was like uh, Volume Five of uh, when Miles is. Uh, uh, you know, is Spider Man, and uh, I that's, love that. I, that's that's yeah, a lot of reading. Over 150 issues. Oh God, yeah. It's uh, let's see, uh, 22, yeah. 22 volume. All right, so the the first run was 22 vol uh, volumes. Then uh -huh. four uh -huh. ends with the death of Peter, and then uh, right now I have the first five of Miles. So like about 30 something, uh, low 30s in volumes. I read in like one week. That is crazy. Yeah, I really love that series. If you haven't read Ultimate Spider Man. You can't go wrong reading it. Yeah, I'm just saying it's crazy to to do it in like a couple of sittings. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? Awesome. Uh, a quick other thing that we we had noticed, and again, comes from Bleeding Cool. So I mean, take it with a grain of salt. Um, you know, there's a there's a big rumor going on that DC is going to be doing something that I think is really dumb, and that they're going to uh, be introducing half page ads in their books. Uh -huh. No, I mean this this is something that that had been around for quite a long time yeah and uh, they show art like the way it used to look in comics where it'd be like the top half of the the page was the comic and the bottom half was an advertisement correct yeah and it, it's it's just weird to me in the fact that cre like creators especially I, I think that they're just so set on the pages that they have to do already so now to take into account that you have a half page. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when page count jumped down, what was that? Like maybe three years ago mm -hmm. is when they dropped a couple of pages that, that confused people, creators, especially, uh, they had to shake up the way that they wrote. So, so now it's just going to be like an, another, yeah. another obstacle for them and all for, like just because some marketing research company says Hate like, marketing. It'll, it'll catch your eye. Oh, it's going to make me angry. Uh, you know, the reason that we're bringing this up and it, it's not like an official announcement yet is I think that if they are thinking about doing this, uh, if word of mouth gets around about it and enough people get pissed off about it, that I think DC will change the course and we won't see it. Um, you know, it, it's in the rumor phase right now, but we've seen, we've seen these companies react to public uh, opinion before and i think that's a terrible idea so if uh you know so much money for them though i mean just imagine how much more they could charge for that half page ad oh no oh well i'm, I'm just saying i know from from the from the corporation standpoint sure but correct. that is not something i want to see mm -hmm. you know there's there, there's so many ads and I, I mean we talked about it last week like with the uh secret wars uh secret wars number two when thanos has got that that character by the throat and he's like what is this place and you turn the page <laughs> yeah. and it's battle world on the right page and on the left page it's like a marvel unlimited ad and like you know um your digital code and stuff like how much more um enticing or special would it have been if you turn the page and it was a double page spread of the word battle world like you know throwing those advertisements there really can sometimes take you out of the experience and if it's a half page ad then i want nothing to do with that well gonna well it might happen so <laughs> we're gonna have to hopefully enough it. people get mad and it won't but well i guess we'll have to wait and see 
Sounds good. And now we'll jump into books. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first book I want to talk about is the first time we're doing this. I'm going to hold it up. Uh, it is A Force number one. I had to get this guy digitally this week. Uh, <laughs> my bad. Do, no, no fault of Rob's at all. No, it's it 100 my fault. Um, it's fine. I mean, read it the same way. Uh, so A Force has been, you know, this big book that they've announced a while ago they were going to announce it on the view um you know, i remember you and me talking about it and they're like oh it's an a forceful announcement and you're like it's got to be a star wars announcement and we were wondering like why on the view though uh they ended up not announcing it on the view uh due to some i guess internal politics or whatever i sat through that whole damn episode like i was folding laundry sitting through that episode don't lie the announcement. you watch the view every day while folding laundry well no i was just saying i was sitting yeah no <laughs> Uh, so a force number one co-written, uh, Marguerite Bennett and, uh, G Willow Wilson, um, a secret wars book. Uh, so in the battle world, you know, we've gone into this last week. Um, it's, uh, it's multiple, multiple places. Actually, they, they do a real nice job explaining it, um, on the, uh, the title page here it says the uh, secret wars, the multiverse was destroyed. The heroes of earth 616 and earth 1610 were powerless to save it. Now, all that remains is Battleworld, a massive patchwork planet comprised of the fragments of worlds that no longer exist, maintained by the iron will of its god and master, Victor Von Doom. Each region is a domain unto itself. This is the story of A-Force. So A-Force being a whole mess of uh, female heroes, um, most notably, uh, what do we have on the cover here? Uh, She-Hulk, Medusa, Dazzler, Scarlet Witch, Spider-Woman, Captain Marvel. Well, I mean, those are the, oh, and uh, Miss America, Loki. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are like the main players for this first issue. And uh, they guard the island of Arcadia. And uh, this is like an introductory story. I mean, we've already come in, in into this world that's been existing. We meet our heroes. They're the, they're the champions of, of this city, and they, they protect it. Um, it was great. Like, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, it was a beautiful... Uh, oh, nice, def- definitely beautiful. Great line work. The colors. Colors probably one of the best things about the book. Um, it just felt so natural. Uh, and then, obviously, the, the co-writing job. Uh, it just felt... It felt great, like the character interactions and even what they're doing. Uh, so Miss America does something that pisses Doom off, basically. Yeah. And Loki went off to try and talk him out of it, and uh, it's, it's not going to fly. So it's the team reacting to to her possibly getting executed or taken away or sent imprisonment sent off sent to, the, sent to the shields which uh-huh. we saw in secret world uh wars issue two which just protects them from the deadlands uh there's like immediately there's just a, there's a feeling uh with the writing on the the first page and like i said introductions to the uh to this place the vast oceans of our planet isolated from the forbidden domains of battle world there is an island our island is Red roofs and friendly dogs, green hills and water, blue as heartache. It is bells at dawn and bells at dusk, ringing towers of stone, silver, clay, and chrome. It is its people, the good, the bad, and all the rest of us, doctors and lawyers, teachers and thieves, scientists and artists, musicians, mystics, brothers and sisters in arms, heroes and villains, family and friends. In the shadow of the shield, with the sun on the sea, there is an island. 
welcome to Arcadia. It's pretty tight. Mm-hmm. And just that part that, that it's pretty tight, like just like made me smile. And like, I, I, I thought that that was like a really interesting way to, you know, introduce this, this city. And I mean, Rob, you mentioned the art and how beautiful it is. Like, you know, yeah, everything, that's... everything they just mentioned, and it's going to be hard to see this because I'm holding up like a digital, a digital copy of the book. I, as I'm looking at it, it's like impossible to see. Um, nope. no, okay. That's not I mean, work. you could see the, the previews out there. Yeah. That, that first spread is, is gorgeous. I mean, and, and everything they just mentioned, you see the, you know, it's a, it's an Island, the sea, the, you know, the red roofs, mm-hmm. um, the big, megalodon from jurassic world yeah just shows up <laughs> out of nowhere and you know i'm inter- like i found myself really interested in what's happening here and like this is going to be a running theme with the books that we're talking about today from secret wars is you fall into a like a place that's already been existing um and you're i, I was immediately pulled into a few of these books and none more so than a force like I want to see where this is going. Like they could just stay in Arcadia and I'd be fine learning more about this world. But we know that our A-Force is continuing after Secret Wars. They've already said that. Like that's one of the confirmed ones that's going to keep going. Uh, but hey, if the writing sticks like this and it looks like this, they could they could put these characters anywhere. Um, so A-Force, I think, was my favorite book of the week. Okay, good. Yeah, I, I loved it. So, <laughs> uh, Secret Wars Battle World, one of four. Uh, is like kind of um, when they do events, they'll, they'll do books that kind of encompass a couple of different stories. Yeah, like, like it's not one thing. Yeah, like style. An, definitely. Uh, I liked the first one a lot. The second one I thought was okay. Uh, the, the first one, the first one hit nostalgia-wise for me, just because like back in the '90s with the Fantastic Four, um, Johnny Storm went Nova on his college, uh, college campus and they put together a team of another fantastic four and it was ghost rider hulk uh spider-man, Spider-Man and, wolverine. and wolverine and you know these are the four characters here uh starring in this story along with the punisher strange doctor strange and the punisher basically and that's what made this story really interesting and i and just flat out awesome uh-huh. was that doctor strange's in the body of the Punisher and they're sharing, they're sharing space up in his head. And so they're having com- like conversations with each other and the, the, these fantastic four, or they, they come to take strange. And, uh, you know, if you've been reading anything with Dr. Strange in it lately, they do really, really awesome things when he's using a spell, like they'll kind of put the spell on the top left of yeah, the page. That's all Bendis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the modernizing of it. Yeah. And the same type of thing happens here, except every time he uses a spell, he's calling in some sort of other weapon. Uh, rocket of Ragdor, and uh, you see like a, just this giant pink rocket launcher show up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I loved this. This was really awesome. Uh, it ends, uh, ends in a way that I, I wasn't exactly expecting. Um, it kind of like leads into another book. We know that they're doing Inferno. Uh, and that's, that, that's kind of what it leads into. And then the, the second half of the book was, uh, a whole bunch of Modocs, <laughs> tons of Modocs. And it's like, especially in secret Avengers, Modoc has been like a, a comic relief kind of character, I guess you could say. And this is definitely expanding upon that, uh, you know, just jokes upon jokes with, like 20, 25 different Modocs. I can't get into Modoc at all in any book he's in. I, I haven't read uh, Secret Adventures, uh-huh. but like I just can't 
find myself invested or interested in the character at all. And I know like in here, it's it's like it's supposed to be funny and, and used as comic relief. Uh, but for some reason, it's just like, I don't know, he's just a giant head. And so like for some reason, I can't grasp onto it. Mm-hmm. I have to try Secret Avengers because I've heard you talk about the book a bunch. And yeah, it's- Secret Avengers are great. And MODOK is, is excellent in that book. Moving on, we're going to go talk about uh, Ultimate Ends, uh, number one. This book is weird. It was not what I was expecting. Like I expected Ultimate Ends to be about the Ultimate Universe and kind of like a Last Days thing. And uh, is, now that I'm thinking about it, are they doing a Last Days of the Ultimate Universe? No, it's all, that's all done. <sighs> Wait, the Last Days of the 616 Universe books haven't come out yet, though. They yeah, started but, to. What else would there be, though? There, there's no other Ultimate book announced. This is... This is it, you know. Ultimate Spider-Man's done. Yeah, I guess you're right. I, you know, the reason I want it so bad is the only character I really care about is Spider-Man, uh-huh. and so um, I had I, I at least thought that I heard that they were going to be talking about Ultimate Spider-Man, Peter Parker version. Like in the Ultimate Spider-Man books, the last we see of Peter, he's back from the dead with like almost zero explanation behind it. Um, he wakes up in a lab, doesn't understand what's going on. His, co- his coffin is empty. Him and uh, MJ ride off into the sunset. Yeah, and like that's what I wanted. I wanted to see more of, and I had thought, like, and I, you know, I can't remember where I heard it, but that they were going to be diving into that a little bit more, or like wrap it up a little bit more cleanly. And I thought, like, oh, sweet ultimate end. This is where it's beginning, and it is not where it's beginning at all. Uh, no, this is the ultimate world of of battle world basically yeah um same type of thing uh you know on the page the ultimate universe was destroyed blah 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 each domain holding its own mysteries and enchantments but none so uh but none so new york as manhattan uh and so it's supposed to be and you know when you're looking at it they, they do this thing where to make things simple they use uh, the fonts are a little bit different, you know, uh-huh. all capitalization for what's supposed to be the 616 universe and then, you know, proper um, pronunciation of uh, the ultimate universe. Sorry, I'm skipping okay. there. That's fine. Um, and, it, you know, you think this is supposed to be 616 Peter, but it's not like they make mention of the name that he's Peter Parker. Um, but he's he's talking to Jessica Drew and uh let's see you're now going to say that if i was really a genetic clone of you then i would know who you are your real name the name you used before you were bit by the spider so that shows me that this isn't six one like that's what confused me i thought like this is going to be six one six and ultimate universe meeting and they're going to be like working it out like we're going to see something here and it's not though because then we, we see a version of the hulk that i don't recognize at all uh-huh. some of the x-men are here um, it's weird though, but what I, I think is cool about the book is that they're kind of taking stuff that we've seen in the ultimate universe before, um, in Spider-Man Mysterio was able to jump through worlds using these, um, portals that could jump from universes. And Tony was like very interested in that tech. And in a couple of other ultimate books, uh, but we saw it with, um, uh, I think it was, uh, all new X-Men. Uh, they kind of crossed over into the ultimate universe at one point. They got back yes. using that type of tech. Yeah, that was this, exactly what they did. Uh, so this is, uh, this is a story of, is, uh, if Tony kept pushing those, those walls, it's like the incursion happened, but their, their incursion happened differently than what actually happened. It was because ultimate Tony 
was you know playing around with this tech too much that something happened and now the worlds have bled together so it's not like they were dealing with worlds crashing into each other and so that whatever they of, that yeah. They, yeah so whatever earth they've crashed into in a way um is different than the the, the main marvel universe but I like this because you, you get two different Tonys talking to each other, which is what I wanted to see a little bit of in Secret Wars. Um, and uh, they, it's funny just to have them have that interplay between themselves. Uh huh. And it, it's weird because totally different than uh, than any other versions of of Tony. Like this, this Ultimate Tony seems very different than like the true Ultimate Tony. Yeah. Uh, they both seem like very lighthearted and um you know jokey you're right they definitely do um and this is done by bendis uh he brought back mark bagley as penciler mm. um because i mean they did like a hundred something issues of ultimate spider-man together and if they were going to be you know as the uh variant issue shows bendis dropping the mic on the ultimate universe yeah i think we're going to get to those those parts where we're going to see these characters that i wanted to see before uh uh, before I read the issue, uh, but you know, Ultimate End was uh, was definitely a little interesting. Out of all of them, it was probably my least favorite, but I still look forward to seeing what's coming next. Yeah, I thought I was going to enjoy it much more than than I did. Here's one that I really, really enjoyed, and that's Planet Hulk. Yes. Uh, again, we're just dropped into a world that's already existing, um, but it's easy to pick up. And um, Planet Hulk has nothing to do with the actual events that happened a couple of years ago. Uh, they just take the name, and the name is actually quite fitting. On Battle Worlds, there is a there is a part called the Greenlands, which is just filled with hulks. And uh, Cap, the, the the best way to explain this is Cap is looking for Bucky, mm -hmm. and uh, Cap is a prisoner in like this giant arena, like Gladiator, and uh, it's run uh, by oh, Arcade. And uh, that, that was cool. I yeah, was that, not expecting that. I wasn't expecting that either. So basically what, what happens is he, he goes to try and uh, take Arcade to find out where Bucky is. We don't know what's happened to Bucky. Uh, but his uh, his assassination attempt, I'm going to say, goes poorly. Yeah. And uh, he's going to be executed uh, over, the over the shield by Doom, except Doom is now sending him on a mission into the Greenlands to go assassinate their leader, like their leader Hulk. And if he's successful, he'll find out where Bucky is. That's the basic premise of the book. Devil Dinosaur is in here too. Captain uh, America riding Devil Dinosaur is is great. Yes. <laughs> uh, this book is just dumb fun. Like it, it is. That that's the perfect way to explain. Yeah. It, it it's like a guilty pleasure thing. Like you're reading it and you're like, none of this makes any sense. Uh, but I'm I'm interested in it, and uh, you know, I liked the Planet Hulk storyline, so I was going to pick this up regardless. But just the whole, you know, battle arena, gladiator thing, then going into a, you know, a land full of hulks. But you know, you can think of them in the way as like dinosaurs. Like, you know, like you're going into Jurassic Park and trying to go do something, mm -hmm. and uh, all these hulks are going to be in his way. Um, and I'm, you know, interested to see what happens with Bucky. So I thought, I thought Planet Hulk was really good. I love that cover too. Oh, the cover is awesome. <laughs> uh, you made me read Deadpool and the Secret Wars, and then uh... when's the last time you read a Deadpool book? Oh God, the first. Uh... When they went all new Marvel okay. or Marvel oh, now, that's right. the Dead Presidents. The Dead Presidents. I read two issues of that. Uh huh. Deadpool is, when done right, Deadpool is absolutely hilarious. And when done super right, is when they drop him into like a pre-existing story that has happened already. Now, uh, in his original run, 
like back in the 90s, they did an issue where it was Deadpool put into uh, like an early issue of Amazing Spider-Man. And it was like nerdy Peter Parker, uh, you know, Aunt May with the wheat cakes and and stuff like that. Like that stuff is hilarious to me. And this past run, they did it with um, with him going in to uh, the demon in the bottle storyline with Iron Man. You know, Iron Man being a drunk. Okay, yeah, he, I remember that. He put Iron Man's armor on and stuff. So this kind of puts him into the original Marvel Secret Wars um, or Secret Wars. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it just continues that, that dumb, stupid fun with him just making fun of like the story as it's happening. I love how, I mean, Colin Bunn's the writer here. Um, my problem with comics in the eighties and before then is the exposition that's done. Okay. It's like everyone's filled in a room and, uh, you know, the art looks great. I mean, they, 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 try and get back to that original style mm -hmm. but it's just a lot of people like i am professor x and these are my x-men storm nightcrawler rogue uh, cyclops wolverine and colossus uh, it's great and killer. lockheed the dragon uh -huh. and there's a there's a great there's a great line uh by deadpool here that says impressive exposition there milady uh and it just it's they're all talking like the book was written in the 80s and deadpool's talking like it's written now and uh like stuff like this this is good like this is the type of stuff that i need to read to get me into Deadpool. Uh, uh -huh. Like I didn't pick this up, but I'll pick up the rest of these now. Cool, good. And, uh, it's a, uh, it was fun, and uh, I like how the the beginning uh, comes off. Like I, you know, I actually never read the original Secret Wars. Okay. Uh, but I don't remember anything like this happening on the, you know, in, in the story where like looks like everybody's dead. You know, Cap Shield is broken. Thor's mm -hmm. hammer is on the ground, mm -hmm. and uh, Deadpool rises up and says, "Important safety tip: Do not pee in the Cheerios of godlike entities." So, yeah, that looks like fun. Yeah, I can't wait for that to continue. So that's all the Secret War stuff we have. Um, we're gonna probably be going over a couple of the books. Like when there's a new one released each week, we'll we'll probably go over the issue ones, and, and then we'll talk about the ones that we like after that. You know, if, if they continue to be good. But there's so many of them coming. We figured we'd just pull out a, a few every week and talk about them. Yeah, I mean. The, the thing is, is that with these Secret War books, that's all there is, really. Yeah, there's no really other Marvel books. Uh -huh. Just like with DC, um, with Convergence, it was either Convergence or the, those one-shots, or two-shots, sorry. And unfortunately, I, I didn't like a lot of those. So well, the, t the thing with that and um, the Convergence issues, we have, the, we have the next issue of Convergence we can talk about in, in, just, a, in just a minute or so. Um, but with the, with the the convergence tie-in issues, I had a hard time with them because it, it didn't feel like we were dropped into like the the, the the couple that I read. Like we weren't dropped into a pre-existing world. Like it, it was kind of like we were dropped into a world where there was these characters that were mashing together because of this battle. And like that's what I'm noticing the difference between that and Secret Wars. Like with like let's say Planet Hulk. Like it has nothing to do with the event. Like we're just finding this world where okay, Steve Rogers is a gladiator and he's being sent on a mission. Uh -huh. And with A Force, it's like they're a team of heroes defending their city. But like it's it's not like being pulled into the greater event, at least so far that we know of. But like the first issues were like, I know nothing about this, but everybody knows nothing about this. And with the secret um the excuse me, the convergence issues, like let's take the Superman one for instance, is like they're pulling in characters from other alternate universes that I just I wasn't familiar with. And uh -huh. it was like they're fighting each other and like it didn't grab me 
uh, in a way that these did. It, and perhaps it's just my ignorance with DC and not knowing enough of the characters. No, because I, I mean, I, I love DC, absolutely love DC. And I'd say out of all those books, like the, the Flash, the JSA book, uh, parts of the Legion, and uh, Speed Force, those four to me were super, super well done. Uh, everything else just felt like subpar. So, and yeah. I'm not, I like, I don't hate DC. It's, it's no, weird. I mean, hey, I, I said this all along with the DC stuff is that I, I want it to be good. I want to be able to pick up more DC books and like easily understand them and like, you know, have a gateway into the DC, DC universe. Um, I'm, you know, we've mentioned it before, super excited about the stuff that's coming after Convergence. Oh, very much so. Uh, I, I'm, I'm like, Really looking forward to reading that Superman book. I'm like, oh, I barely read any Superman. By the way, I read a whole, a whole bunch of it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Leaked? No, 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 no. Uh, we get like extended previews sent to us. Ooh, like seven, eight pages. Ah, okay. Mm -hmm. So, uh, since we're talking about convergence, let's let's just talk about convergence. This is number seven. Mm -hmm. uh, last week we we had six, and um, I was jazzed by it. I was like excited. I, I felt like the the event was had found its footing for me uh for people who are reading earth 2 they must have been delighted by everything that was going on there because it was yeah. focused a lot on that but this brought in the greater dc multiverse and we saw familiar versions of characters and this is the big battle issue um what'd you think of this uh in terms like every event has it every event has that one book where it's like okay this is it the the be all end all you know everyone fight for what we have uh, i i liked it a lot um it just felt let's see it felt like again which i said about this series it felt like it it should have been together with the last issue um you think this is going to read much better as a collected trade oh of course i agree um i i, I do think that uh, because we, I mean, we talked last week, the first couple of issues feeling like they should be one issue. I think this and the <clears throat> excuse me, the previous issue should have been tied in together. Um, obviously, got to cut it off somewhere. And if they're going to cut it off, that was a spot last week. Uh -huh. But I do think this will read better when it's all collected. Yeah, yeah. We and weeklies are hard, I guess, in terms of of writing like that because you can't have that one huge moment every week. Otherwise, it just would feel cheap. Yeah. You know. Um, I like the character that stood out to me the most in here was Hal Jordan, the uh -huh. parallax version of Hal Jordan. He's he's a badass. Um, you know, he just walks up right to, to Demios, just grabs his arm as, he, as he's doing here and just stops him from doing whatever he's doing. He's like, I'm Hal Jordan. You're giving me a headache and I'm going to just stop this. And uh, eventually he does. He absolutely just flat out blows him up at the end of the issue. And, and uh, that's leaving, you know, uh, the big, uh, the big revelation at the end of this is that that, that guy had absorbed the power of time travelers. He had, uh, as he says here, he has absolute control over the history of past, present, future. He hadn't just realized it yet, and now that he's dead, um, time and reality is like splintering. Which is mm -hmm. DC just loves to splinter realities. Yeah. Um, well, the, and this is their way <clears throat> to say basically, okay, creators, writers, artists, have at it. You know. This, this is our whole history. If you have a story you want to write, go ahead. Oh yeah, and that's I mean that's 
the new DC mantra is that it'll be story over continuality. Continuity. Continuity. Excuse <laughs> it's me. Okay. Um, and that's you know that's exciting is that you could just get great stories. Yep. And not have to worry about like, well, what happened like a year ago? What's going to happen a year from now? It's just like here's a uh, here's a great story, and uh, you know, writers take it away, and that's mm -hmm. why we're seeing like crazy stuff, like Jim Gordon be Batman and Superman not have you know not have his, his full power, his identity exposed. Um, <clears throat> Green Lantern on the run. Yeah. So that's exciting stuff, and we got one one issue left, and we'll see what happens after that. Sweet, uh, Uncanny X Men. We talked about it. Um, this is the last issue for a couple of months, uh, and like the last of the Marvel books are ending. You know, I, I don't know if we have what, what next week's solicit show. If there's any actually left until you know Secret Wars wraps, um, but like the, the you know a couple of books are like you know coming to an end now, and and this is one of them. Uh, this picks up uh, like a thread that's been running for a couple of months now is that, you know, Dazzler was the mutant liaison for S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh -huh. uh, she was taken by Mystique and Mystique replaced her pretending to be Dazzler and Dazzler eventually, you know, comes to and um, wakes up and is mighty pissed, becomes very emo and kind of goth in a way, cuts her hair, does her makeup all weird uh -huh. and uh, she wants revenge. And so one half of this issue is her talking with Maria Hill on one of the helicarriers. I love Maria Hill. Maria Hill is a great character. Um, and the other half is Scott Summers talking to Mystique and Mystique not being uh, completely sure that everything's on the up and up with Scott. Uh -huh. uh, I love Mystique here. She's such a great villain because, uh, you know, she, uh, she walks into her room here and uh, Scott goes, hello, Raven. Scott Summers, how did you find me? Your breadcrumbs. And she says, I'm going to have to work on that. And he asks, you're a Bollywood star now? Only for a week or two, just taking a vacation from myself. Yeah. So she just becomes people just to be like, I want to be somebody else and take a vacation from my life. And uh, there's good interplay between Scott and uh, and Mystique, you know, about the way that they both reacted after the deaths that have hit the X-Men in the last couple of years. Uh -huh. You know, everything from gene to uh, professor x to logan and uh you know where where they were and where they are now and, and how the mighty you know quote unquote have fallen um this was really good i mean i'm gonna be sad when bendis comes off the xbooks uh because it's just like it's it's the same thing that bendis is really good at is taking years worth of story and like kind of like just like chipping back to it you know like that, this mystique thing that's been going on with Dazzler has been going on for, oh, for like a long time. A long time. Since, I'll say at least a year. Well, like since she, it, since she was taken, she was taken almost right at the beginning of this run. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because she was under, you know, she was being drugged and then being used to make drugs. And that's why she's so angry is because uh -huh. she was being used to make MGH. Exactly. Oh man, I, I I just I'm I'm annoyed that we're gonna have to wait all the way until September or whatever to find out where this goes because this ends in an interesting spot. Like, you know, Scott was training his own version of the X Men, and uh, mm -hmm. due to circumstances, he's no longer doing that, and they've been left at the Jean Grey School, and they're kind of like, you know, what if we don't want to do this? Like, what if we don't want to be X Men? What could we be? And I'm excited to see where that goes. Like, you know, I wonder if they're the extraordinary X Men. Very well could be. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, but Uncanny X-Men continues to be excellent. And uh, we'll have to wait to see where that goes. Yes. I want to know what you think about this book. Because you handed it to me. 
Mm-hmm. This is non-player number one. Uh, this is actually the third printing of this book. Oh, okay. And you said you had you said you had a bone to pick. Well, I do. I mean, this book came out three years ago. Okay, I didn't know that. Uh huh. And came out three years ago. Kept on being promised for an issue number two. Never came. Never came. Uh, and Nate Simpson is he does everything. He does art uh, story. And like he kept on putting updates out, like, oh hey, you know, I've gotten to an accident. Uh, you know, I'm I'm just taking some time off, and it just kept going and going and going. And finally, you know, it just disappeared, absolutely disappeared. And like four or five months ago, it was announced, hey, we're coming out with the second issue. Um, and before then, we'll reprint the first issue, so people will know what the hell this is again. I I loved it. I think it's absolutely beautiful. I didn't know any of that, and now I'm like I'm scared that I'm not going to get a second issue of this because no no I, no it's coming. <laughs> I really liked this. Uh, I think they made him like at least put an arc together before they would even release. That would make sense. Uh, I'm, it's where else but comics can that happen? I mean, like there was a there was a Spider-Man Black Cat thing that was going on. Uh, oh, the Kevin Smith the one? Kevin Smith yep. one where it was delayed for like five years between mm-hmm. issues, and it was like it wasn't like issue one to issue two. It was like Issue three to issue four uh-huh. took like five years to come out, only in comic books. Mm. Uh, but you you handed this to me this week, and not knowing anything about it, just knowing it was an image number one, I I I read it maybe about an hour before you came, and uh, at first I'm like, okay, medieval setting, you know, me, uh, medieval fantasy setting, and then you find out it really is fantasy. Um, what's like? What, what would be your best synopsis for this book? It's people living in an MMO world. Good enough. I yeah. mean, that works. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, if you're into like World of Warcraft or any of those kind of games, uh, this is just such a great, great title. Yeah, th- what I really liked about it was like I had no idea. It was it was fun to come into this with with just no idea what I was getting into, and then you're like you're like, all right, cool. They're gonna take out this this cat. Like the, these rebels are gonna take out this like you know king and princess or whatever, and then all of a sudden they're talking about Korea, and I was like, wait, what? And then they're talking about like money and like uh-huh. abilities, like all oh, like cooldowns and things like that. And I'm like, oh, okay, they're in a game. Uh-huh. And then you see like they're in some sort of future version of the world where you could put these little chips on your head and like you pay money and you can really enter into a fantasy world. And uh, they get into the fantasy world. They, they go to, you know, do this mission. They, they talk about like, we're probably going to die. Like, it's going to happen, but let's just see what happens here. Pretty much what you would do in a game is like, we're probably not going to survive this, but let's see what it's like. And uh, I like it again. So, uh, you know, they, they don't survive. A strange things happen uh, with the characters in the game. And then in the end, she's on her way to work, but because of this chip, she can change the way that the world looks on her way to work. And she chooses this this fantasy setting instead of looking at skyscrapers, she's looking at mountains. And that's where the issue leaves off with, with her, you know, traversing the work and that immediately pulled me in. Like I'm, I'm sad that you know I would have been really bummed if I read this years ago and it didn't go anywhere. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, thankfully, thankfully, we'll skip this one. We'll go right to Bloodshot. Okay. Um. So very quickly, uh, we'll talk about uh, Bloodshot Reborn. Uh, we had mentioned the first issue that we really liked a couple of weeks ago, and um, Jeff Lemire continues excellence right here. Uh. Ninjak's been really good. I mean, Ninjak was excellent this week, and and so was Bloodshot. And I I think that these books are surpassing the original books, like Archer and Armstrong, which is actually coming back, and Exo Man of War, which I really love. But I mean, like 
they're doing the thing where like it's not a these guys aren't in the connected universe right now um ninjax not um and then with bloodshot you know he's got the nanites out of him he's he's definitely going crazy because he sees a jeff lemire drawn blood squirt uh-huh. and then uh k the geomancer who didn't make it out of the valiant storyline uh they're like just two things in his mind at all times mm-hmm. and he realizes that he's going insane but he'll talk to them and he's hunting down other killers who are using the nanites um and uh you know pretending to be him like they're being their own blood shots yeah and they're pissed yeah and he's pissed about it and so you know he's hunting down these people who are committing you know homicidal acts um and it's it's good it's beautifully drawn um I like I, I like when Jeff Lemire uses blood squirt. Uh, you know, you could tell that he drew it, and it just it's such a stark contrast to like the rest of the issue mm-hmm. when you see like this like little cartoon character out of there. Uh, but when you see drawn against, you know, not going to say real art at all, but like you know a, a more realistic looking art, it's a, it's a nice contrast. So Bloodshot continues to be good. Yay! Uh, last book we're going to talk about uh, just really quickly is Powers number three. Three three yep powers number three i love powers to death uh i have all the trades on my shelf i it's one of my favorite series but this is a this is a series that really needs to move to graphic novel format you think so yeah because and because you, it's so late and it's so late all the time yeah it, it, it gets relaunched a couple you know all the time they relaunched it now uh issue one a couple months ago because of the tv series and i was talking with you before and i said that it's never going to be more popular than it is right now and you were like, it's really not that popular because not anybody is watching the TV show that we know of. Uh-huh. But that TV show does exist. It got renewed for season two. It's on the PlayStation Network. Yeah, so people have to be watching. People, it. people are watching it. And for a title like Powers, you know, this may be the biggest thing that it, it's like, it's ever. It, it's not going to get any bigger than this. Mm-hmm. Like, it did not make it to network TV. A, a couple of pilots were filmed that never aired, and. Like the delays on this book are just the worst because they have such great characters. I mean, Dina is Dina Pilgrim and Christian Walker are like two of my favorite characters in comic books ever. But like this series is just so hurt by delays. Like mm-hmm. Bendis should just be writing, you know, graphic novel. Like just put them out in graphic novel form and release them like once a year or twice a year because like it's impossible for me to follow this when I'm getting like one issue every three months and it's like, all right, now I got to go dig back the old issues just to remember where exactly we are. And they're great stories. Yeah. But it's just, it, it's hurt by delays too much. Blah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, if you haven't read any powers, I recommend pretty much everything that's on, currently on comic book shelves. Definitely. Uh, especially the first, the first arc, the who killed retro girl. Yeah. And all the stuff that came after that. I mean, I, I'll say, the first like three or four oversized hardcovers are fantastic. And if you read it, you'll never read anything really like it. Uh, you, it it'll be like un, unlike anything you've ever read. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's a great idea for a TV show. And eventually I'm going to watch that. Yay. <laughs> and that's going to do it for our, uh, uh, us this week, guys. Uh, before we get out of here, a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, you can follow us at Backup Stories. Uh, we've been getting some nice interaction lately. We really appreciate it. Yes, thank you. Uh, my personal Twitter is at Jorok, J-O-R-O-A-K. And I am at Dusk1020. We're on the Talking Games podcast, which is at Talking underscore Games. Uh, I wasn't on the show this week as I wait for the birth of my son eventually, who is uh, he's a little bit late right now and could mm. happen any minute. Um but Rob, Jackie, and Bobby actually sat in this week, talked about The Witcher 3. Yes. Great which game. is supposedly excellent. 
Um, the next couple of weeks are going to be a little bit difficult for us guys um, due, like I said, to the impending birth of my son. Uh, we may miss a week or two, but we're going to be working on getting a new schedule going as soon as that happens. And we'll, we'll be on Twitter. We'll let you guys know everything that's going on, but we're not mm -hmm. going anywhere. No. So until we meet again, goodbye.